shot through the chart. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome back to the Shot Through the Chart music review podcast. I am Macy Ponce. And this is Stephanie Anderson. How is everybody doing? Everybody. Everybody. I just started to get a snake right here. From from what? Oh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because the metronome is on. <laughs> anyway, uh, so guys, today we are going to get into songs number thirty-five, 35. to thirty-one. Yes, yes, yes. I was excited because one of my favorite artists is on it. I, I saw that. I noticed that. I think this is going to be good. There are a couple of songs on here that I wasn't too familiar with. There's one one song on here that everybody should know. There's one um, song that I thought I didn't know, but I was like, "Oh, I do yeah, know." Exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna get into it's very famous. we're gonna get into that. But this uh, is it's just so ninety. Like it's obviously this we're is in getting the, extremely nineties. Like ninety two like is where it really gets real. Yeah. Real nineties. I guess they just knew you were coming into the world, and they were like, "Yep, yeah, let's, like, uh, we got to send her let's in make on this a happen." High note. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, but guys, we're gonna get in, into a little bit of music news before we get into all that. Yes, yes, yes. Crap, I just exited out of the page uh, that I needed. But uh, a couple of things. Um, So today is the Sunday. Super Bowl Uh, Sunday. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl? NFL, get at us. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I don't think we're allowed to say that. Why? Why? I don't. I don't it's know. They're very. They're very picky about this stuff. Like it's that's an why event that's happening. Well, that's that's why you see so many things are like the big game. Like you have to pay them to use the word. Super. We're not charging owl. people to listen to us. No, I know. We're not getting any money out of this. So we they... may not be, but they could be getting some out of us. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll find a way to cover that up later on because I, I I really don't want to get sued. I just don't know what the rules are on that. It's like the Grammys or the BET Awards, like... I, I don't know, the I NFL... I don't think anyone's listening to our podcast, like, oh, they said the Super Bowl. The, the, can They're you stop saying us. Can That's you stop twice saying now. It? That's three times now. Oh, three times? So, yes. Well, whatever. Killing me, lady. Anyway, um... I don't know what they're going to get from me if they sue me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> whatever. You know what? If they if they send up a cease and desist, whatever. All right. Let's. Just, I guess we'll we'll just say it. We're we're this deep now. It's not like anyone listens to us anyway. Uh, Sorry, Ray. <laughs> he didn't mean to insult you. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But anyway, um, so of course Super Bowl Sunday. We're uh, see. You said it again. Yes, because I said I made the consensus that we were going to say it. Are you paying attention or no? No. Okay. I'm excited to talk about halftime. Anyway. No nip trying, slips this time. Try, mm, <laughs> unless uh, Hologram Prince uh, has a wardrobe malfunction. So anyway, um, I saw... Horrible. <laughs> we love you, Prince. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, but no, uh, so... Yeah. JT. Justin JT. Timberlake. J- I'm, I'm J- really curious. JT. I'm really curious... If was it last Super Bowl, Lady Gaga was the mm-hmm. was the halftime and it show. It was great. It was amazing, it was and she so did great. it. She jumped off the ceiling. Yes, well, ish, ish. She still jumped. She jumped, but it she wasn't in as much danger as we thought. Know. As yeah, they made that it was look all yeah, that was all, all pre-recorded. But anyway, it doesn't um, matter if it was pre-recorded. It didn't like, look pre-recorded. She only jumped like five <clears throat> feet and not a, a hundred and whatever. It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. She still jumped. I'm five feet, okay? I'm not jumping. Yeah, but would you rather jump five feet or jump, like, hundreds of feet? I don't want to jump at all. 
Fair point. Um, so no, okay. So the point I'm, I'm bringing up with, with Lady Gaga is, but she sounded great last year. Yes, she did. Great. She did sound amazing, and it was all just her. Right. Like she didn't bring any awesome. guests out or anything like that. I was surprised. I thought like somebody was going to come out and help her out, but right. no, she did the whole thing herself, like actual singing and everything, mm-hmm. and it was so great. And I wish more artists were like that. Yeah, because even JT doesn't uh, disappoint. Because the the year before was Coldplay, mm-hmm. and he had to bring. He, he brought, yeah, he brought they, out Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars and, and Beyonce, and I mean, he had a lot of yeah. help. So, I mean, and that's they kind of been the tradition. Right. Actually, I don't remember if Katy Perry brought anybody out. I hope she did. I, I don't, don't think she did. She brought out the left shark, um, but that's about it. Um, no, I think she did it all on her, on her, all on her lonesome. Speaking but, of uh, Katy Perry, did you see that article about Russell Brand? No. And how he has a new book out, and apparently he loves Jesus, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, he's been making some changes in his life. Yeah. But anyway, back to music. So talking about JT. Hey, it correlated. I get that. I so there, there's this talk, and it just came up like today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Four hours ago. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. Today is the uh, the fourth. We made a consensus. Stop making that face. Um, and so either today or yesterday, they started talking about hologram prints making mm-hmm. a make an appearance, which I think would be really cool because it's play it's being played in That's Minnesota. Creepy. That's creepy. No, well, I mean, like, what did you think, think? Did you think hologram Michael Jackson was creepy? Yes. Did you? I I always think the hologram concerts uh-huh. in general are just creepy. Like I feel like we've made this artist work themselves to death. Sometimes quite literally that okay, you still want them to work afterwards? Like, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? But I think that's just me. Like, let them rest in peace. You the, know, the reason why I'm cool with with hologram prints is because it's Minnesota. Okay, and well, and that's his. That's you know, that's his place. Yeah, Prince loves Minnesota. Minnesota know. loves Prince. Oh. I mean, but uh, and so like so, I'm I'm excited to see what Justin does. Um, I'm not a big fan of his new stuff. That I he hope put he out. plays Strawberry Bubblegum. I hope he just plays his like big hit. Yeah, but you know he's going to mix in his new stuff, which... I don't like any um, of the new stuff. Yeah, we we listened to Filthy that yeah, one time. I and didn't it, care for it. I, I mean, the way I would describe that was like Robo Prince. Like, that's what it... Yeah. Like, if Prince was, like, like, brought back to life as, like, kind of a RoboCop situation. Right. <laughs> like, well, that's what I, I would know. describe the song think, as. I just didn't think it was Justin Timberlake at all. You know? See, okay, here, here's my think... problem. Unpopular opinion, okay? When JT first came out, he was trying so hard to be Michael Jackson. When he first because came that's out. what they told him to do. Yeah, well, okay, I, I get that. But now... They were like, this is what sells, this is what you're also good at. Try this angle and see what happens. Yeah, but now now, I'm I'm afraid that, like, okay, now he's going to pick up on this whole Prince thing and run with that, which I'm... Okay, one song, sure, fine. I feel like it depends who he has writing for him. He usually has a really good team of people that writes for him or writes with him mm-hmm. and, you know, sets up his shows and all that. And I just hope that because we, we've gotten a, a specific, we've gotten a specific JT persona, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He has his own identity and I I just don't care to see him try to be or do anything else, you know what I mean? Because we have too many of that now, you know, I feel like Justin Timberlake is one of the artists that has kind of stayed true to like his own, you know what I mean? version of sex appeal and whatever, you know, and artistry that I don't want because now all the new artists try to do what everyone else is doing. I don't want him to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that, like, between the time when he first came out and he was trying to be Michael Jackson and now, like his there was first a time album. in, yeah, 
in, in the time in between, like yeah. he's really coming to his own. Right. So I really don't want to see him. But I think that's why I don't like the new stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm okay with his stuff. I've listened to a couple songs with him and Chris Stapleton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chris Stapleton's a, a he's just been blowing up in the country world lately. Uh, not lately, but for the past couple of years. That was and loud. Um, what was? You just screamed. Did I? Yeah. Sorry. Not. <laughs> and I was like, oh. oh. God. Yeah, anyway. so excited. Yeah, well, no, I just wanted to correct myself. I know, I know, he's been around for a while, but you know, he's been. They've been collaborating these past couple. Um, I guess they've been collaborating. They they put out a song together. I'm not sure if they did an album together, but um, I did find it exciting that Justin was kind of getting back in touch with his country roots and stuff like that. But the songs that I've heard between him and Chris Stapleton actually don't feel mm-hmm. particularly country. So uh, I know Chris Stapleton cleaned up pretty well at the Grammys the other night. We'll talk about that a little later. But so it, it'll be it'll be interesting if Justin brings out you know a couple songs that he's done with Chris Stapleton. Um, Look, it says there's not going to be any hologram. I know. So that that's that's kind of been the back and forth whether there will be one or there won't be one. I mean, supposedly whoever that who who's Sheila drunk who's Sheila that? E yeah oh yeah. she okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's coming from it's coming from Justin that he says he won't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it came out earlier that he did. So who knows? Maybe, maybe this is just damage control where they're saying. Well, no, that says one day ago. That says sixteen hours ago. Who knows? And it says we, an hour ago he's scrapping the hologram. We, we won't know for sure. Obviously, until it happens. But I think that, of course, Justin Timberlake being. You know, what we assume is an upstanding person. I, I would almost bet money that it was originally in the plan. Yeah, I'm sure. And then when people found out, they're like, well, crap. Yeah, that's usually how these things happen. Yeah. Especially if someone, obviously, we know was close to Prince, says he never wanted this, don't do this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think, I mean, that will, for me, will at least, I hate that, like, sometimes are like if Justin Timberlake were to do it then he'd get all this backlash and I hate that like sometimes things that are not his choice you know what I mean Mm -hmm. might happen and then everyone's quick to blame you know him specifically you know what I mean yeah honestly I mean I I feel now I can't hear myself I can hear you you're very loud you keep blowing on my eardrums okay let me let me just is that any better yeah Okay, sure. So anyway, I think it's cool just because it's the state of Minnesota. I mean, I think it'd be, I think it would be, maybe it's just too close to his death. Maybe if it was a little further No, no, because they, in that tweet, Sheila said Prince never ever wanted a hologram of himself to be done. And I think people need to respect that because again, like the person is gone. Why are you going to keep making them work after they're gone? You know what I mean? That's just my personal stance on he's, it. He's not literally working. It doesn't so. matter. My my whole thing is like, let the dead rest, okay? Like, I don't care if it's a hologram. I don't care if it's like a replay of something they've already done. Like, let the person, you know what I mean? They've contributed so much to the music world. Let them just rest in peace. Okay, fair enough. I do think he will do some sort of, uh, he probably will do some sort of tribute. Of course, a tribute is different, though, mm-hmm. than making, you know, than a hologram. Yeah. 
So, anyway, I a mean, tribu- a tribute is special in that people respected his work and want to lend their personal talent and what they've learned from him. That's completely different than having a hologram. I think it. I think we are missing the big picture here in wondering. Is he gonna have some sort of reference to what happened the last time he performed at a at a Super I think Bowl that was like the first show. thing everyone asked. Yeah. I think that's the first time like the first thing everyone was like, hmm, I wonder if he's gonna bring Janet up or whatever. You know what <laughs> oh that yeah, that was the question. Yeah, if he I was gonna bring Janet up. For a long up. time as soon as they announced that it was gonna be Justin Timberlake, they were like, Okay, is Janet gonna come out? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't I mean, think so. Like, I mean, I know she's been touring and stuff after yeah. she had her baby, but I don't know. We'll see. I, yeah, I don't know. I think for Janet Jackson and think, Justin Timberlake, this is they did it once. This is the NFL. I mean, one of the you they know, have a lot of wealthiest of organizations do, so. uh, in the world. Uh, they can do just about anything they want. So uh, no, they can't. Um, I know Jay Z has talked about protesting. I mean, I think yeah. that's how we. I ended heard up. a lot of people. Saying, I think that's how we ended up with JT. Yeah, because I think they wanted Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I don't. For me, that's a very difficult thing mm-hmm. because we've made um, we've made football so political. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess I understand that the players need they have a platform and they're trying to use it, but also at the same time. It's it's football. I know it's an American staple, mm-hmm. but it's football. You know what I mean? We need to learn to separate the two. Because the NFL is not going to solve our political problems. Well, I mean, you have these guys who have a who have influence in their communities. Well, that's and, what I'm that's what I'm saying. And they have a platform to say something. So, right. I mean, but also, but then they're getting backlash from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Anytime somebody tries to change the status quo, there's always going to be backlash. Of course. So, I mean, it's it's not it's easy to to be like just play the game, but when well, when no, I'm not saying just you... playing the game. I'm saying, of course, use your platform to do what you think is right. But then they get backlash from like that's their employment. You know what I mean? That is their job. Mm-hmm. And I think that when. I don't know. I, it's just, it's a very difficult situation to navigate because it. I hate to say it's just a game because, again, it is an American staple that we pay these people millions and billions of dollars to do. So you can't just say it's just a job because that's somebody's livelihood. You know what I mean? They have to eat too. They have families. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just hard. I, I'm sure it's hard to to navigate, you know, this is a line, this is where my, this is my job. Or this is a line, this is where my moral compass is telling me to do, you know? I mean, yeah, it really, like, it depends on the player if they're willing to, you know, right. put it all on the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at, I'm sure. I mean, if you look at Colin Kaepernick, right. the guy has not changed his narrative at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he's suffered for that. Yeah, I mean, um, but I'm talk sure a to bit him, about he doesn't in... think it's suffering. I'm no. sure he's like, this is what I'm, this is what I believe in and I'm going to stand firm in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I watched the new Dave Chappelle special, Mm -hmm. um, and he actually talked about, like, he made the decision when he was, you know, when he was fat and happy, you know, when he was getting paid, you know, of course, he was comfortable then, but Mm -hmm. now that that's been, you know, taken away from him, and the fact that he's still in his, in that narrative. Because a lot of people would have changed their mind after they realized the check stopped coming. Yeah. 
So, anyway. Uh, Just our two cents on. Yeah. On that. Yeah, but I mean, no, I'm. I mean, it's it's still a big topic mm-hmm. um, with the NFL. Um, but like like TD Jake says, like it's probably not what we're really seeing. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that we don't see. You know. There's a fantastic joke that Dave Chappelle tells about how <laughs> how he could destroy America at the Super Bowl with all that, but uh, just go watch it. I mean, it's it's a pretty funny joke. Um, now I want to know the joke. I'll tell you off the off the recording. Um, but anyway, so more minutes to hear a joke. It's you can wait that long. These go fast anyway. So uh, the other thing that happened, we missed this one, which which was a little disappointing. Uh, but the uh, what the, were we doing? January twenty. I think that was a Sunday. We were probably yes, busy that day. Um, but anyway, the Grammys happened on it the was 28th. last weekend. Yeah, last what were weekend. We last weekend. I'm sure we were busy with something. I know we were. Um, oh, anyway. I was dying. That's why. I oh, was that's sick. right. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's very, why. Very this, sick. That's why this podcast probably won't come out on time. But uh, very, very sick. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Guys, um, to all of you that are might be sick out there, I'm so sorry. We've both just gotten over being sick. I still have a little bit of it lingering, and I know how horrible it is. So See, it was weird. feel better. Everybody, Vitamin C. Everybody else got the flu, and I got an ear infection. So I don't know what the heck happened there. I don't know. I mean, you had the flu for like a day, and you FaceTime me like, I'm dying. No, okay. that was, you know no that was from the ear infection. Oh, I thought it was. Because I got the fever good. from the ear infection. Oh, well. Yeah. But anyway, um, so real quick here. Me and Jasmine were talking about that yesterday. How when guys get sick, they turn into the biggest babies. And she was like, I laugh at David because he sounds so pathetic. And I was like, I laughed at AC2 a little bit. (laughs) As if you weren't just as bad when you had your fever. I know, but like, because, yeah, but at least I wasn't like, I didn't FaceTime you like, baby, I'm dying. I'm Okay, never mind that I just, I missed you and I wanted to see you. But okay, whatever, you know. I know. You just want to laugh at me. <laughs> anyway, can we talk about the Grammys now? Sure. Okay, good gravy. So, um, Bruno Mars. That's br- all I have to say about the Grammys. Bruno Mars. That's it? That's all you have to yeah, say? That's where my excitement is. Okay, so Bruno Mars uh, takes three of the big four, according to the Grammys website. Uh, he's got record, album, and song of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, last person to do that was Eric Clapton in 93. Mm-hmm. 25 years. 25 years. So that's, wow. uh, I mean... I mean, okay, I don't remember which song exactly took it's record of the that, year. Uh, other when you go back to Google, remember? Oh right, right, right. Yeah, can you open that in another page? Yes, let me do this. I do want to keep track of all this. Um, but yeah, I mean, we. I mean, from the second that we reviewed it, I, I mean, mean, yeah, in of season. What was you that? Was that season that... one that we did that? Uh, I think one or it was. Two, I don't know, but you guys know so. 24 Karat Magic was album of the year. Yes. Um, that's what I like was song of the year. 24 Karat Magic is record of the year. Mm-hmm. That's what I like was best R&B performance. You know, like, it just keeps going on. That and was on. a like, pretty guys, fantastic... It was uh, insane. Yeah. I think just the rollout of that whole album, like, because I remember when 24 Karat Magic came out mm-hmm. and he did it on, um, he did it on SNL. Can you go to the next thing? Which, which one? Where else is he? I, I, That's what I like best R&B, best R&B song. Yeah. So anyway, so going back best to R&B what I was album. Saying, you know when he was, you know when he wow. came out and did it on on SNL. I knew that that 
that song was going to be uh, massive. Remember, you used, you watched that video a lot because you were like, "This is so good." Yeah, I mean, just and, the way that he, you know, just him, just being a, a, an I amazing think, performer and his yes. and his dancers were just like it was just on point. And, and then, that's the thing, like every time he does a performance, he always puts everything into it. And so I think, especially when this album came out, he really put his entire being into it. And that's what I loved. I think that's what I loved about the album because the album's not like particularly long. It's like maybe like 13, 14 tracks, right? And so when we listened to it, we loved every single song. Like I haven't liked every every single song on an album, I don't think ever. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't remember a time where I was like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? This was uh, like so great. And so... You guys know, obviously, I don't want to go through it all again, but we ranted and raved about that song, like, that That, album, album. like, in its entirety, because then, remember, you started liking the song Chunky, because, and then it played at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, and, like, it was a weird situation to put that song there, but, like, it would, every time he performed, it was just so good, and it got better and better and better, you know? Yeah, I mean... I mean, I I don't want to. He's take, very masterful. In I this don't want to take artistry. away from you know the accomplishment and and how amazing that whole album is. But I'd be it. I'd be it'd be amiss if we didn't at least acknowledge that the album is a little bit of a nostalgic cash. You know, you're just kind of like oh, yeah. cashing in oh, on yeah. that a little bit. Well, no, I don't. I don't think that was his intent. Yeah, think, maybe not, but I, think, I, I know he's just, like, trying to, like, right, you know, because, use those sounds, yeah. but, like, I think that's why it was but, so right. popular. You well, know? I don't know, because, like, I don't remember that many people ranting and raving, like, about the, like, deep cuts that we were, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, because how often do people make an, an effort to get into the deep cuts? Some people do. You know? Some I mean, what's do. it called? Um Finesse just came, just you know, yeah, made radio that, debut. That, but that's what I'm couple saying. Months ago, that's what I'm saying. And for us, we've been listening to it for a whole year already. Yeah. You know, and we were just like, this song is amazing. You know, yeah. and so I don't. I like that he has spaced out his releases so wide. Because, I mean, that part, yeah. I definitely think he's cashing it's in on like, because he gets the radio play for so long, he doesn't want to outdo yeah. himself, yeah. you know what I mean? Because he knows that each song is going to Yeah, be he's great. like doing like a quarterly release right. for like, which is, which is awesome. It's, it's smart because every single, but that's the thing, when you have an album where every single song is amazing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You, there's just no fault in wanting to spread it out and get as much coverage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then, but again, I don't know if he's just cashing it. Like, is it on the 90s nostalgia thing? But you know that his next album's just going to be as great or greater. Because every single album he's ever put out has always gotten better and better and better. You know what I mean? Yes. Sorry. I, was, okay. I got distracted. I'm trying <laughs> I was to, like, I'm trying did to, I lose you? No, no, no. I'm trying to bring up another page here. Um, but I'm, I think, yeah. Um, the whole album. Still love it. I'm trying so, to find so the happy. news. Because we had, the, we had the, all the... All the winners mm-hmm. um, kind of broken down. But Seven anyway. first time winners at the Grammy. I'm trying to find that list. So uh, Alessia Cara came away with uh, Best New Artist. Mm-hmm. I, like I was telling you before, there mm-hmm. was a bit of hate in her direction because she wasn't a new artist or so something So when like did that. she officially come out as an artist? I, That's my question then. Because this know. is the first year that I ever heard her. Hmm... No, okay, no. Two thousand sixteen was probably the first time I heard her. What song did with, you have in two thousand sixteen? Um, uh, here. 
Um, it was like that really slow. So that one in uh, Wild Things or something like that, where the Wild Things are, something like that. I don't know. Um, but it's like that. Uh, man, two thousand fifteen was here. Wild Things was two thousand fifteen. Yeah. See, so so not really a, a new artist. Yeah, but was she known? Yeah. Then. Yeah, here was a huge hit. Was it? Yeah. I'm telling you, if if I played it for you, you know exactly what song I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I think that's why a lot of people were just not not down with with her winning that. But you know, I mean, I mean, who else were the options? Uh, let's one second. I think like uh, Lil Uzi Vert was on there. No, I don't know anything that came out of that guy's mouth. So, no. You do if I played it for you. you would do know. I like it? No, you don't. Okay, then. There you go. Wouldn't have voted for him. Well, you wouldn't, but that doesn't mean other people wouldn't. Who else was on the list? Give me uh, Juliana, Julia oh, Michaels. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, she came out with a lot of stuff this year. But was she new, too? Or was she quote-unquote new, like Alessia Cole? Now you've got the last Can you just fast-forward it? Oh, 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 okay, okay, yes, okay, yeah, so, I mean, mm. I'm not that mad, but I'm honestly, like, I mean, I'm not bothered by it, I'm not but bothered I mean, by it at all, it, it just does not, I don't know, I don't know, <clears throat> But anyway. Uh, Julia Michaels. Ju- I know, I keep saying Juliana. I don't know why. Because I looked um, up Juliana and I got freaking... No, it's Julia. Yeah, I got um, freaking J- Jillian Michaels. Yeah, I, I don't know. So anyway. Um, um, But also technically, Julia Michaels is not new. She came out in 2010. If if we're gonna go there, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll go back. I'll, <laughs> I'll go back to what the, uh, what the actual categories were. Um... Sorry, sorry. Jeez. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, let's see. Let's start from the top. Anyway, Chris Chris Stapleton, we talked a little bit about um, Kendrick Lamar with, uh, what's it called? With Humble. Album of the Year. Uh, yeah, with Humble, which was, yeah, we talked a little bit about it. It's a, it was an okay album. Mm-hmm. Um, weekend, Best Urban Contemporary Did you contemporary listen to the album. album for Humble? Humble? Um... No, I don't think I, I went through the entire thing. Okay, then we can't say it's just okay. No, I mean, like, from... Okay, alright, fair, fair, you know fair, fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's alright, but I mean, the, the the songs that I did here, like, the three or four that I did here, it, it was okay. Of course, you know, Humble was a, was a good... Oh, I'm sorry, the name of the album is Damn. Mm-hmm. The name of the song is Humble. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So, Yeah. Can you go to the top? Like, where it starts? No, no, no. Go down. Where the categories start? Or the ones? What ones? The list. Where the list starts. Okay. It's all the same stuff. Also, it's Bruno... All, oh, it's all talking... It's just talking it's about just Bruno talking Mars. It's just talking about Bruno Mars. Okay. Yeah. What do you uh, think? I, I wasn't on there anymore. Well, I, I don't know. I didn't get to see it. You j- Just trust me, okay? Anyway. And it's up there, too. I was looking at it, but it was already gone. Look at it. Anyway, let's go back to best new artist. Killing me over here. 
Uh, best new artists: so Alessia oh. Cara, Khaled, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, SZA. Okay, yeah, totally would have chose Alessia Cara. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I probably would have chose Julia Michaels. Honestly, I would have either gone Khaled or uh, SZA. Alessia Cara has, wasn't really all that impressive. I feel like to it's me very hard. I I feel like it's very hard to group people in one category that don't have the same audience. Alessia Cara and at least Julia Michaels is pop, so it could be on any station, whereas uh, Khaled and Louis Vert and SZA are all, you know, specifically what rap. Yeah, but I've heard Khaled on the pop stations. I've heard Lil Uzi Vert on the pop station for like their features and stuff like that. Yeah, features. Here, here's my thing. Their, their main songs will never like be on what is it ninety four seven because they don't play any kind of rap on pop stations anymore. Well, Khaled's not a, a rapper. Well, He's I'm a talking singer, about the other so, ones. Um, I don't because all you're gonna get is their features. You're not get. You're not gonna get you're their not actual get, songs. You're not even That's gonna get I'm, their features. <laughs> Um, but, exactly, that's what I'm saying. But okay, so here's the thing, Alessia Cara. I don't think you should win Best New Artist if I'm already sick of you from several years ago. I'm not. I, I'm. I I'm sick completely of her, sick of her right now. She's just in too many things. No, she's not. <laughs> yeah, she that's is. That's what an artist does. That's but T Pain. Everyone said the same thing about T Pain when he was on everything, had his own albums, had his own features, everything. When Chris Brown was on all the features, he had his new album. You I was I mean? very sick of both of those guys. But that's what they, they still won. Mm, they still that, won things back then. Mm, I mean, I'm, we, we don't thing. know that. We They're, don't have that information in front of us. I remember so. they won a lot. But that's the thing. Like that's how you win. You're in everything. You have the most exposure. Mm, I don't know. Alessia Carr is not that talented enough to, uh, to 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 have that much of a hangover for her past songs. I don't know. It's just. I feel like that's not fair to say. How is it not fair to say? I feel like that's that's your opinion. Yeah, I mean uh, that. Okay, what are we basing Grammy well, Awards on? People's everyone, opinion. Everyone's opinion. Yeah, not exactly. One person's, though. Like, so your opinion is not the same as my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, like, out of this entire list, I probably would have chose her because I don't know enough about the other two. But that's exactly the point. They're not all in the same category. Okay, so they if don't we have just break audience. it down to best new, okay? Mm-hmm. Alessia's automatically disqualified. So is Julia Michaels. Okay, fine. Her and too. same with Khaled because he didn't come out last year. He came out, I think, the year before that. Yeah, but then, but okay, then... this is That's the issue with Best New Artist. These people are not exactly, you know what I mean, brand spanking new. I don't know. I, I mean, there's so many more people here who are newer. Like, okay, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't even really want to talk about, like, like when they really... Because he came out. First came out. I mean, I'm talking about, like, when they really blew up. But Alessia Cara... She blew let up. Let me finish. Let me fi- No, she did not blow up this year. She yes, did not blow- yes. No, no, no. She did when here came out in 2015. She that was a one hit wonder situation. That wasn't like clearly she's no because she had wild things too. Oh, I don't. I never even heard that song. Then so there you go. I see, never even heard. If that. you've had two hits, but that's the thing. In 2015, Cal came out 2008. Then he came back in 2014. You know okay, what I'm but saying? when did he blow up? Probably the year before that. No, and then he had something in 2010, and that you know what I mean. When did he blow you, up? It doesn't. I feel it was like just that, this past year. I feel like that does not matter because if he's he's debuted and then flopped, debuted and then flopped, debuted. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, if okay, I well then then on, you're going back on your argument then. How? By say, oh, anyway. My whole thing is that they're not all in the same category, so they don't all have the same. 
not everybody who voted in general is has listened. I mean, I can't say that they haven't, but most likely, would you agree that everyone who listens to Alessia Carr is not listening to Lil Uzi Vert? I mean, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> because, like I said, if you're listening to 94.7, then you're not going to get any of those people besides Julia Michaels and Alessia Cara. Or Khaled, if he's on a feature. But even then, they bleep. They take out any rap at all. So. Well, Khaled's not a rapper. He's a singer. But so. still. I've never heard him played on 94.7. So. But you said you have. Yes. 94.7 or 96.7? I don't know. There's a difference. There is a difference. Um... Anyway. Anyway. For those of you who aren't familiar with Austin radio stations, <laughs> Google it. Our, um, no, 94.7 is our pop station, and they have, I think, mm, it's a pop station. 94, 94 is our uh, listen at work station. It's their top 40 station, essentially. Yeah, top 40 listen at work station. Yeah. Meaning there it's is pop. no yeah, there's rap. No rap whatsoever. Which is like, even very if, disappointing. But 96.7, they play top 40 but with the raps although i will say they play the the no rap version of havana which i appreciate um <laughs> but then it's a really short song but no so it actually um, feels longer really yeah anyway um but i think i'm just saying that i feel like it's really hard to categorize best new artists all together you know what i mean these five in one category when not the the same they're not geared towards the same demographic they're not geared towards the same people yeah, you know, it's just it's very difficult. Very, very, that's why I like obviously pop category and you know they should have done they um, do they do that best new artist in like pop I think, or yeah, best but, new yeah. artist in R and B. I think that in itself is fine. Um, let me see. I think they do best new rap, something or another. I don't know. Anyway, because what if like. Lil Uzi Vert or like uh, Khaled like one in like best R&B or best rap you know what mm-hmm. I mean then that doesn't take away from the overall Grammy's best new artist you know but I feel like the overall Grammy's best new artist I don't know it's just I don't know uh, I my, okay this because is the I last remember... thing I'm gonna say about Alessia Cara uh-huh. if you already had a hit uh-huh. a hit uh-huh. like top 10 hit in the previous years was it a top 10 Yes, here here was a huge, huge song. I don't know. I just don't think that you should be eligible for Best New Artist. Well, I feel like if you're... Three I, years later. But I I can make the same argument for... Khaled, he came out three or four other times. But did he, he fl- have a but hit? But that's the point. That is the point. He flopped. So he should not even be eligible when he came out. Like, when he, quote-unquote, came out again for a new artist. Because A, he's not a new artist. And B, he... He didn't make it, like, you know what I mean? But he did not have a hit. That's my thing. And that's what it's saying here. That's what it's... I'd rather, I'd rather have someone who came out two years ago that had one hit. An artist will be considered for Best New Artist if their eligibility year release achieved a breakthrough into the public and noticeably impacted the okay. musical landscape. Okay. Okay. But no one, like, because she, she did the song from Moana, because she did... But that... she did not break out, did not break through in... 2017 though but that she did in 2017 but 2017 Khaled was, did not break but out 27, until 2017 but 2017 is when she made her biggest public impact 
Okay, that's fine. So, you, okay, it, with using that logic, right? That's what it says. Using that logic. That's what it says. Yeah, using that logic, you're telling me that Michael Jackson can put out Off the Wall, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As maybe new solo artist. Mm-hmm. Doesn't win then, but has hits then. And then, that's fine. And then 10 years later, five years Not later. Not 10 years later, what, though. Whatever. No, 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 no. Well, no, this is the logic that you're using. However many years later that Thriller uh-huh. comes out, uh-huh. and he has his hu- his biggest... His biggest influence, uh-huh. you can say Michael Jackson is the best new artist for that year. No. That's what no. you're telling me about no. Alessia Carr. No. That's, That's what you're not, telling me. No, it's not. That's not the same thing. Yeah, why not? That's not the same. If you had a hit in the past, uh-huh. okay, you come back and you have hits again, how are you best new artist when you already had hits? Khaled did not have hits. Exactly. Lil Uzi okay, Vert, so let me finish. Lil Uzi Vert does not have hits. You don't know. Julia that. Michaels did not have hits. She did have SZA a hit. SZA did she not did have, have hits. Hit. But that's what I'm saying. Julia Michaels, she didn't have a hit. She came out before. My whole thing is that if you came out before and it flopped, you are you have lost your eligibility for best new artist. That is my whole thing because. But there's no influence. But that's the. But that's the point. When you came out as a new artist, how many people who never got Best New Artist but they have hits? That is my point. You know what I mean? No. Okay, so what my... This is okay, going to be a long episode. I know. But so I get your... I totally get your point mm-hmm. of view. Mm-hmm. However, however, I don't think any of these other people have had the impact that she has had this past year. She was everywhere this year. Yes, and she was everywhere in 2015, I don't, too. I don't think she was everywhere in 2015. I don't, because I don't remember. I remember that one song, and that was it. But what I'm saying is the exact opposite. I feel like there could be an argument for the very exact opposite why you're, you know, of your standpoint. Because if, so, Khaled, for example, I think he's a great artist. I have no issue with him at all. I think he's really good. And I like his songs, surprisingly. I don't think that's but, the argument, but go, no, no, but go ahead. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, he's he has come out two or three times. That is when he was a new... The first time was when he was a new artist. He flopped, which means that year he was not eligible for Best New Artist. I don't think you can go away. You can premiere, go away because you failed, or not failed, I hate using the word, but flopped. Came back, flopped again. Came back, finally, now people are listening to you. I feel like that does not make you eligible for Best New Artist. Because okay, you're so, not new. Okay, so what about when Alessia Cara flopped previous to 2015? I don't... Did she come out before 2015? I'm sure she did. Because I only saw 2015 for her in 2017. For Khaled, I saw three years. I thought... I saw... I thought... I saw... 2010, I thought 2011 I'm and not, 12. I'm not talking but, about when they first come out. That's but, but that's that completely a, irrelevant. But though. no, it isn't because that's what a new artist is. No, no, no. Listen, the, the what they're saying is when they had relevance and influence is when they're eligible for. Well, then, so then your Michael artists. Jackson argument wouldn't be relevant because he was in Jackson Five. Okay. Then he wouldn't be considered okay. a new artist. That's even, what I'm saying. Even then, that even strengthens That's my what, argument. How? It, okay, because he had. The, so if he won for Thriller when he had the Jackson Five, mm-hmm. when when all that, and he came out, and Thriller comes out, and Thriller is his most influential album. No, then that's not best new artist. 
That's what I'm saying. That's essentially what has happened with Alessia Cara. Then it would happen with at least two of the other people on their list. No, because so they, they should... did not have it. There was never a time. When was Khaled ever influential besides last year? When was Lil Uzi Vert influential besides last year? Lil Uzi Vert was probably born last year, so let's just strike him off the list. He's horrible anyway. But that's what I'm saying. I, That's what I am saying. I understand what you're saying. Like, they have to be brand new to the scene in general. No, that's not what I'm saying. Then what are you... What is I am talking about influential. I am talking about our people. Are they making the top 40? Alessia Cara was already in the top 40 mm-hmm. in 2015. Mm-hmm. Khaled, Lil Vert, Julia Michaels, SZA, nobody even knew they existed in 2015. Some people knew. Some people Some knew. people knew. Okay. That's, and that is my okay. point. Okay, okay, okay. Let me finish, let me finish. They were not anywhere near the top 40. Would you agree with that? Sure. Okay, but Alessia Cara was. In 2015. You're saying that she was. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't. I know that that song was big, but I don't know how big it was. I mean, I honestly like. It played too many times. But see, that's the thing with her. I thought that song here, I, the first time I ever heard it was last year. I don't remember hearing it before that. Anyway, we're getting too deep into this. We are. Tell us, tell us what you think, guys, because I know we got a little heated on this. This episode is going to run a little long. Oh, um, well. Because I, I I see why people were so upset, um, but uh, you know, I think that's what what made the like argument they, so yeah. compelling. But anyway, I feel like there's there's argument for both sides. It's just I think that's the most heated we've ever gotten Probably. on this show. That was, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. We need more of that. <laughs> Golly, um, but anyway, guys, we're always agreeing with each other. We, yeah, right. Anyway, guys, we we we. Not only are we going to take a break, we need a break. Um, I'm like sweating right now. That's how he did it. Like, but that was good. I like that. That was, I mean, not maybe not in the moment, but like, <laughs> like that was constructive. That was nice. It's very um, constructive. We went 10 minutes over, but that's fine. That's fine. I mean, heck, if we're having good conversation yeah. like that, why not? Yeah. But uh, anyway, guys, we're going to take a, a really quick break and then we're going to get into songs number 35 to 31. Can we make a Facebook poll? Who won that argument? Yeah, why not? We'll put it up on uh, Facebook. We'll put it up on Twitter. Um, we'll figure it out. Take our arguments into consideration. I but we'll uh, we'll see you. Or on... even just let us know what your opinion on right, the situation right. is. Because I would like, if I am just completely missing the point, mm-hmm. please just tell me. But also, if there's like validity to what I'm trying, you know what I mean, trying to convey. I think then... there's validity to both of what, what we're saying. Yeah. It's just... I just think I'm more right than We'll see you on the other side of this break. (laughs) And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that break from our uh, antics. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was pretty intense. Not gonna lie. Um, So yeah, I think it was fruitful, though. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, it was so fruitful and it was so intense that we uh, had to wait an entire two days before recording this. Uh, so hey, we've the Super already... Bowl was happening. Yeah, I know. Well, we yeah, so we caught the Super Bowl. We posted some of our. Uh, we did a live video mm-hmm. of our reactions to a Princess thing. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that more in the next episode. I know it'll be a little late, but uh, I kind of want to get into that on that next one. But what we're gonna do right now. Um, what are we doing right now? No, we're getting mm-hmm. into songs number 35 to number 31. 
of the uh, Billboard Hot 100, year-end Hot 100. I always forget to say that. I feel like it's just too long if I if I just try to say everything. I think so. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, you guys know it's the year-end, right? Hopefully you do. Um, but so, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this. Are you... you you ready? To, what, what were your impressions of the the five songs that? Uh... I feel like this is the best five oh, in a really? row in a sequence okay. that we have ever reviewed. Okay, because oh my gosh, every single song is perfect. Okay. Every single song is iconic and great, and I love it. Gotcha, gotcha. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get into this. We're starting off mm-hmm. with number thirty five. We have "Tell Me What You Want Me yes. to Do" by Mister Tevin, Tevin Campbell, Campbell, my favorite. Um, okay, so this is honestly one of the songs. I know it's one of his biggest hits. However, I did not know about the song until like later in life. Whereas, like, of course, when I was younger, I heard like, um, let's see, Can We Talk and all yeah. the goofy movie stuff, you know? Yeah, I Obviously. think those are the only places that I really knew him mm-hmm. from. Just Can We but, Talk and, and the goofy But then movie. when I listen to this song, I'm like, I do know the song because, like, at barbecues, like, when the night's winding down, my family um, would put on, like, slow jams, and every, all the couples would dance, and it was just a really, like, romantic thing, and I think when I was younger, like, I think that's why I'm such, like, a, a hopeless romantic, uh-huh. because that was such a big part of my childhood, like, mm-hmm. at the end of every cookout, barbecue, whatever you want to call it, wherever you're from, that is how they ended the night. Right. Yeah. I, th- I mean, a I, whole album I, of I really slow have jams. such an appreciation for his... Oh, his I love voice. Uh, yes. Uh, he has such a great range. I yes. mean, you kind of hear, like, when he starts off, it's low. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I noticed, But he like, can get up there. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about that when we... Because I think we're going to try and get to that part. Yeah. Uh, but... I can't not sing the song. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to sing hold it. Hold back, hold back, because we got to talk about it. <laughs> yes. No, I like it because... What is your like, thoughts? My, well, is your first time hearing it? This is, like, my third or fourth time. But, but like, like, you've heard it on here, though. Like, just from reviewing... Yes. Okay. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Other your first than, impression other, yeah. was. So no, my first impression was, you know, I was listening to it, and he had those low notes in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I was thinking back to when we did Johnny Gill Rub You the Right Way, mm-hmm. and he had those low notes, yeah. like, and he was trying to like yeah. sing it, yeah, and it just didn't sound right. It sounds mm-hmm. good. I like it, but it just didn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Whereas his it low notes are still spot really on. really good. I love uh, him. So, I I mean, he, he just has such a, a great range. Yes, he and does. I almost want to skip ahead to, to just get to that, yeah, go to for that it. note. I don't know. I don't want to miss it, though. No, you won't. I know where it is. Keep going. Keep going. I know Keep it's going. when he's in his doorway. So. Yes. Come on. Just there. It's, the... it's coming up. Well, okay, let's just get to the... Okay. Let's just run through this okay. crescendo. But, yeah, you know, I, I really like this. You know, the guy's... I mean, suited and booted. I yeah. Mean, oh yeah. Or well, no. He's For the majority of it, but you, but he still looks like nice and clean and put yeah. together, you know. Yeah. So. He's what I like to call Austin formal. <laughs> yes. Suit jacket, button-up jer- shirt, but yeah. jeans. Even yeah. his high note had a different range. Yes. <laughs> oh man! But it sounds so effortless. Like it doesn't look like he's straining. Doesn't sound like it doesn't even sound like it's too much. Yeah. You know. Where is that? I mean, where did that all go? You know, am I am I just being stodgy old man who's like, I want uh, things to go back the way? No, but I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean. I feel like we can't just end with Mariah Carey. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's uh, it's really cool. Um, I was watching this and I was like wondering. 
man, he looks so young. He was very young. And I looked it up. He was 16 when he recorded this song. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I was thinking, you know, he's kind of like Chris Brown. And I was like, Chris Brown actually mentions he's 16 in, in Run It. Yep. So um, um, I was like, man, this guy's got, this guy's got, you know. Yeah. A bright future ahead well, of him. I mean, so. and that's the thing. So, Ke- Tevin Campbell, we haven't heard much from him. From him, mm-hmm. very much, like as much since the nineties. He's not a very like out there celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, after he did Goofy Movie, uh, that was a lot of when we saw him, especially when he did like the premiere and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, because of course he did like the almost a whole album with for the Goofy Movie soundtrack, and then um, he took a little hiatus. He was gonna he returned. Or he's going to return and then just never panned out. Yeah. And then somehow he ended up on Broadway. Um, and he did Hairspray. He was Seaweed. And then he toured. He did that for, I think it was a, maybe like, I'll have to I don't look know, into 10 or 11 I like, years. I like it was Elijah a good, Kelly in, in the, yeah. In the, I, I loved Elijah Kelly. It was amazing. Um, and then, um, so he was on Broadway for a little bit. And then he was coming back with another album. It, it just never happened. And so. It's kind of sad. I keep forgetting we're recording on video too, so I'm just oh, doing all this I forgot stuff. <laughs> I didn't even realize you had pressed uh, record. But yeah, so for me, you know, of course, as I, I said before, you know, Tevin Campbell is a staple in my household growing up, you know, and so I just love it. I love it. Cool, I love cool. him. And especially, guys, Goofy Movie, like, it's my jam. It's the best movie ever. I feel like it's going to come up again so when it does we're going to talk a little bit about yes. that but uh we gotta we gotta start moving and grooving through these um <clears throat> so the next song we have here we have sophie b hawkins by by with <laughs> uh damn i wish i was your lover which is so crazy because i was like i don't i don't know that song yeah, i know but then when you play it and she starts singing you're like i know this song yes. this is like an iconic like 90s romance movie song yes definitely you know yeah, um, I think the song is maybe just... Maybe I just grew up in a very... Uh, I, this is going to sound super racist, but it's not. Like, it's a very white girl thought of me. Hmm. You know? It's a very suburban thought of me <laughs> to think that this is a quintessential 90s... See? You know the song, right? Yeah. I'm I talk- know that I'm part. Talking I just to, know that I'm, part. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the person listening to the podcast. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, but I, I think I like... I think we like this song so much because it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. Because like I think anyone who's ever gone through puberty has had that feeling. It's like, damn. You mean everybody in the world? Anyone, I mean, anyone who's gone through puberty. Um, but anyway, so I thought it was interesting that like you know this song is a little more. Um, it's really toned down. It's, a it's very, very toned it's down. It's a very it's, sexual song. Yeah, but it's like and and I did it's some quiet research. Quiet but powerful. If that makes sense. I did some research and they actually were going to do like a much sexier version of mm-hmm. the. Of the music video, mm-hmm. but and they—I mean, she kinda, was just holding her boobs, so yeah. and now and she's you can rolling around see, on the ground. So essentially, they had like the first music video they were going to do was going to be like a flowy white gown, gotcha. to where like you can almost see stuff see through. Yeah, and then the next one was like like tight skimpy clothes. Oh, okay. And then eventually they were they just got like to this you know, baggy yeah. button-down shirt yeah. with no sleeves situation, which I kind of appreciate. I think it's just I think seeing her like this to me is more freeing than a see-through flowing gown. Yeah, but but for you the know? mood of the music video, yeah. though, you know? I think, like, it's saying, like... She just hit herself in the she, head. Yeah, she hit herself in the <laughs> I, I, Same, bro. Same. <laughs> like I said, it's just so relatable. Like, yes. there are people, like... I mean, I mean, 
before we met each other, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh-huh. And we were like, wow, that is an attractive person. <laughs> and when we first saw each other. True that. Saved myself. You know what, anyway. though? No, 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 because it's so true, because I think we didn't start dating until like six months after we met, mm-hmm. and which I guess for some people is kind of short, or mm-hmm. kind of like super long, I don't know. But for me, like, I remember like the first time like I actually interacted with you, I was like, that guy has amazing eyeballs. Oh my god. It's been brought up many a time by yes, other I'll, people and yeah. I'm like, what is up with my yeah, eyes? It's because it's because when the sunlight this sounds so stupid. When the sunlight hits them, Let's your get eyes real cheesy. No, like when the sunlight hits your eyes, they look hazel. They don't just look brown. So and plus you're tan. So it just gives you like that that look. Okay, I can't that talk about okay. this anymore. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh uh feeling real good about myself but anyway you should but uh no i think yeah this song is just relatable in that sense that you know everyone has felt that feeling Mm -hmm. before um so anyway and i've regretted um, every single one of them except for this relationship so thank you lord anyway so guys we're gonna get into the next song (laughs) speaking of uh uh, more sexual charged uh stuff (laughs) we are getting into number 33 humping around bobby brown bobby brown bobby brown See, he said he loves to say his own name. Guys, this song was literally, I say this all the time, and I feel like I'm lying to you guys because I say it for every song, but this song was my childhood. Like, not the humping around part, but like this song, like, of course, when I was younger, I didn't understand what the song meant, but I, like, this song was one of those. Like, when we wanted to dance at a barbecue, this is the song that played. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and of course, it's just Bobby Brown. And I was telling you, like, this song, like, he's still, he, I think it's because in the video he looks young because he doesn't have his sunglasses on all the time, mm-hmm. so he still looks very young. However, I did some research on my man, Bobby Brown. Can I interrupt you just real quick? Yes. So in the music video, they're trying to, like, get into a phone like the other one has locked. Uh-huh. I can't believe 20 years later that's still a thing. People oh. trying to get into other people's locked phones. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. Oh, boy. I love that my thumbprint's on your phone, so we're good. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. Plus, I just like to play the games because you have unlimited storage and stuff on Not your anymore. phone. Not anymore. I had to give that up. <laughs> but, um... I have half the amount of data. Not no, data, so, um... I did some research. Um, in 92, uh, Bobby Brown and uh, Whitney Houston got married. And no, so they were pregnant with Bobby Christina. And so, I was like, this is so cool. And so, this actually... Uh, this song was long awaited. This album mm-hmm. that the song is on it was long awaited because they didn't want to just put out his uh, uh, self-titled day, uh, self-titled album mm-hmm. like so soon after um, "Don't Be Cruel, My Prerogative." All that mm-hmm. I don't yeah. remember the name of that album, but um, the biggest album ever, you know. So when they did put it out, they did this huge party. And, like, there were just pictures of Bobby Brown everywhere. Like, it was the whole Warner Bros. like, parking lot or something like that. And it's just, like, it was really cute because, like, it was, like, one of the first, like, real interactions that people were able to see Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston really just being themselves together, you know? And so, I guess I read one part that was really cute. Like, Whitney Houston really helped Bobby Brown 
with his singing and vocals and just training. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying. He sounds, he sounds different. Right? He sounds if better. You, like More control. About, yeah, if you yeah. think about Mr. Telephone Man, how he yes. sounds there. Oh, versus, wow. He's all like, over the place yeah. in that one, yeah. I wouldn't say he's all over the place. I mean, but, he was a kid, so... Yeah, but compared to this, problem. like, you know, there's definitely yeah. a big But then difference. he also helped Whitney Houston with her dancing. And so mm-hmm. that is definitely, like... They really played off of each other in that sense, you know, and no matter what, you know, other people, what people feel about their relationship, you know, just reading all the articles and just hearing what people had to say when they saw them together and, you know, everything was going smoothly, you know, before <laughs> things went downhill, before their TV show, um, which was so sad, um, but... You know, everyone was like, when you see them together, it really is just, like, it's the ideal. It's like a, the stuff stories are made of. And you know what? Essentially, that is what their love story was. It was essentially what love stories are made of. And they had their, like, it's so extreme. Would you say they in, were there? In either way. Their days, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, prior to all Absolute, the drama. Absolutely. I mean, Jay-Z and Beyonce have their own drama, too. But that's the thing, like... Like, no, no, yeah, I was talking about Jay-Z and yeah, Beyonce's yeah. drama. Yeah. Oh, okay. Drama. I mean... Okay. But that's the thing, like, because... I think because they you had two such, quote-unquote, extremes, but if anyone knows people from New Jersey, like, Whitney Houston is from New Jersey, guys. You know, she might look like this prim and proper, you know, oh, and dance with somebody, but inside... She's really what Bobby Brown is on the outside. Wow. You know? And so, no offense to people from New Jersey. I've never heard it been put that way before. But essentially, that's... And she, I think, her herself, she didn't know how to explain that. Mm -hmm. Because her her quote-unquote street cred was already built. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Of course, when you're an artist, you don't dictate how you look, how you act. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all dictated for you. So I think for her... All the things that happened, like her, you know, you're not attracted to someone unless there's they're somewhat like you. You know what I mean? Right. Unless you have nothing to connect to, and obviously they must have had something to connect something, to. Something, yeah. You know. So, anyway, that's my two cents. My fifty cents. That was a, that was a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but no, that was that was not. No, but I love the song. I, that song I, still... I think you kind of explained, you know, yeah. that 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 very well. Like, yeah. why would Right. Just like the song goes, they've got something in common. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't heard that song, it's I'm great. ready to review that song, but anyway. I don't think it's ever going to be on a top chart. We'll see, but they anyway. Something we'll go ahead and get into the next song. Uh, <laughs> one of the most iconic songs ever, ever of ever. all time I'm surprised it's not. Number 32, Smells Like higher. Teen Spirit by Nirvana. I'm very surprised it's not in like the teens. I would have expected it to be the teens because it's so. But then again, I mean, for us, it's iconic in the '90s. It might not have been obviously as big. That's obviously how it's become iconic. And also, you know, did anyone ever know what he was saying? There are lyrics, and yes, you could you can make out a couple of them, but it's a little difficult on on some of it. They're like uh, the they embodied like grunge and angst and. How every person feels in high school. See, I'm wondering, is this song as popular without the death of Kurt Cobain? I think so. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be... I don't know. It, I it's think hard it, to say. I think it know. is. I think it would be. 
it's not like we because, can look into right. you know what life would be like right. would Dave Grohl be the, the mm-hmm. biggest star that he is now mm-hmm. without that happening well and I think that's a thing I think that that's I don't know how to explain it like this music video is, at least if you listen Jeez. Sorry. So, wow. Um, I think that when we watch music videos, back then music videos had a purpose and mm-hmm. they actually explained what the song was trying to convey yeah. just in video and picture form. And so I think that this video accurately describes everyone. I'm literally saying every single person's high school experience. I don't care if you are popular, not popular, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you always, in high school... Everyone always has that time of doubt about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I think this this song is, you know... Sorry. I feel like I'm detracting from your notes, and I know you... No, that's fine. No, spend time with these No, things. I didn't do it just so we have something to talk about, but no. Okay, well, I talk uh, a lot. So. No, that's fine. I mean, that's that's the purpose of this show. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, like even... like I mean... Like... High school was supposed to be like built up to be like this greatest time of your life, and yet I feel like I feel like I'd whoever said that because I, uh, you know, well, because people romanticize it so much, and yet there's you know, nothing romantic about high school, what so I don't care who you were, it's it's the nostalgia, you know, it's the nostalgia that's that's it, but like this, this there's... music video kind of encapsulates like what it what it is to go through like how I feel it, like I mean see how like how terrifying it is yeah. that's kind of what well, it was but see that's the thing like remember when like all we had to do was drive into my high school parking lot and I was like no I'm out of here and I was over it like I didn't even have to step foot inside you know but I think that's the difference between like maybe you're a year after you graduate high school, you feel differently. You, you're like, oh, let me go back. Let me say hi to my teachers or whatever. Unless that's just nerdy me. Um, or, but also versus almost 10 years later. Yeah. It's completely, you're just like, no. I, there's no need for me to do this to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But of course, high school is so, it's so ingrained in you because it's, it's during such a huge part or an important part mm-hmm. of your, your life your adolescence formative part of your years right it's just so i don't know it just it shapes you in certain ways that you're always going to compare something to high school whether good bad or just like hey this is what i would have done differently or whatever whatever the situation may be (laughs) it just it's always something that you're going to think about yeah. I'm feeling really philosophical today. A little bit. <laughs> you you got a lot to say about everything we got going, so which that, I'm really happy about. That's usually a always thing? Or yeah. no? Sometimes I'm a little quieter. But... I feel like I need to take less notes and just let you oh, okay. take off on your thing. <laughs> because I probably usually hit on the things you say. I know, no? yeah, actually. So. No, you said... I didn't say any some of that stuff. That's okay. That's just... Fluff. Trivia stuff. That's that's me. That's my head. Like oh. useless junk in my head. Anyway, uh, but anyway, uh, so we'll go ahead and get into the last song. But I do this. agree that it's one of the most iconic guitar riffs. Just saying. We will get into the last part of, the, of, our, <laughs> of our list here. He must agree. Of, uh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Maybe we should just let you do the show by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Who would I have to interrupt? I don't know. Like you, you can interrupt yourself. I do that all the time. 
There you I feel go. like it drives you crazy. You can too. just do. I'll, I'll set up two I microphones, and you just like. When I have a new thought, one, I'll a go new, to another mic. To a yeah. Microphone. <laughs> anyway, uh, the last song on our list that we have on this episode <gasps> is number thirty-one. Come and talk to me by Jodeci. Yes, guys, what? another iconic song for me. Iconic song, another uh, throwback song for me and my fam bams. Ew, I just don't like his wink in the beginning of the video. So, my uncle was in a band when I was younger, and at one of the cookouts, I remember this very clearly, he had just come out with an album, and his wife at the time played his album on repeat the whole barbecue. Mind you guys, barbecues, where I'm from, they start at like 10 o'clock in the morning, and then they end at, like, midnight. Sounds about right. So, like, this is not just ha- some hangout, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon to, like, 8. This is an all-day event. All the family comes out and everything, and all day we had to listen to one album. My uncle, no, okay. Flippin' Burgers. Was it, was it uh, originals, or was it It was covers? originals. It was oh. originals. I gotta, no, give, no, no. I gotta give him a little credit for that. I mean, we okay, did the maybe. first two yeah. times yeah, okay, we listened. <laughs> and then after that, I mean, there's only so many times you can listen to a song for a 12-hour right. period where you're just like, all right, we're good. Thank you. But no, like, I just always laugh because they remind, he reminds, the song reminds me of my uncle. Um, but another throwback for me, I grew up listening to the song. I love this song. Uh, the remix is probably my favorite just because it's got a little bit more pizzazz. But that's what you get when you get P. Diddy on a track. Uh, producing. Yeah, so. I like the remix. Because, okay, so... I just saw a butt. Yeah, I just saw a butt. butt. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> confession, confession. Uh, I was not too familiar with, with uh, Jodeci mm-hmm. prior to this. Mm-hmm. Which what did you learn? Sad. I learned, I did not know that Casey and Jojo came out of this. Yeah. That's, that's pretty interesting. Yes. And I love Casey and Jojo. I love them I, I feel like... Ugh. But we aren't there yet. Let's not jump ahead too far. But see, look, that was Jojo. You missed him. Okay, or that fine. one's Jojo. But the no, other one's Casey. I, Sorry. I, I like this version, but I do like that remix. Yes. The remix that was that was done by P. Diddy. Just because there's a bit more bass and mm-hmm. kick drum. Yes. Which just, it just sounds so smooth. It's very it smooth. I so love it. Smooth. Not that this doesn't sound smooth. I think I mean, growing up, that was a whole lot of booty. Um, <laughs> saw that crack in everything. What was the song that we did last last episode that there was just like a disappointment oh. in, the, in the butt? Uh, what was this? Was it Move This? Yeah, Move This by Technotronic. Take, take note, Technotronic, if you're still in operation. <laughs> That's a butt. Okay. So this is a quartet. Do you want to see the quartet? Mm-hmm. Two of the quartets um, formed, of course, Casey and JoJo. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's the the funny part about that is Casey and JoJo are the dominant in this group in every song. I you think hear. that's I think so, that's how it is in most groups. You know, I mean, and so I guess Justin no offense like, to the, the man in, in well, sync. So. That's what I'm trying. Like, no offense to the other guy. Like, but they're kind of fluff until, you know, you grow up and you're like, okay, we got this. You know what I mean? So, but, uh, I actually, when I was younger, I thought the quote unquote remix was the original because it was, uh, it was slowed down. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you thought they sped it up. For, right. And for I thought this that version. this one, yeah. And I was like, I don't want that. But I mean, oh, it's so great. So 
your notes, I think, are very important, so. No, I just, uh, so in the original version, I mean, this electronic drum sound that you're hearing in, in like, in this, you know, 90s slow jam, mm-hmm. I just love that, like, I I started, you know, I started producing my own music. By the way. Oh my uh, gosh, guys, it's so amazing. If you listen Half to. Half the time I don't believe that he actually If you it. listen to the intro song, it uh, it's done by an artist named DJ Chopin. A.K.A. <laughs> so anyway, but no, like. A.K.A. I, AC. Yeah, so. AKA me. Um, but no, like, I, I really want to, like, replicate that sound just because it's so... I mean, I think Bruno Mars has kind of yeah, did it yeah. in his 24-karat uh, album. magic album. That's, um, and that, I think that is why I'm such a fan of that I album. I think so. I it's, think so. It's unique in the sense that he's put his own spin on something yes. 90s. Yes. He didn't just replicate the 90s. Like so many other people are doing, mm-hmm. he has put his own style on the '90s feel because he didn't come out in the '90s, you know. Yeah. And so I, I really appreciate that. Yep, anyway, yep, yep. We can't keep talking about Bruno Mars, okay? No, we can't. Because this is about to become a Bruno Mars podcast. <laughs> well, then let's without cut it off. Bruno Mars. Let's cut it off. That's a here. very Filipino so podcast. So, guys, then. Uh, let us know what you thought oh, wait, about this wait, episode. Wait, wait. AC has a very important little nugget of thought. On uh, that Bobby Brown song, what's that first bullet point you have there? Oh, mm-hmm. on humping around. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were just we just noticed that how uh, actually the he first said two it. the I first agree. two Backstreet Boys albums sounded just like humping around, which is kind of crazy. But then when you like when you they came out, which came out in like ninety six. Yeah, the, their first album mm-hmm. came out in ninety six. But when you wrote that out and I read it and I was like. Wow! Like, and then all of a sudden, all the Backstreet Boys songs, of course, that I love because I'm BSB, not an insane girl. Uh, all the songs came back to me, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, that's why I like Backstreet Boys because they sound like Bobby Brown a little bit, and I love Bobby Brown. Yeah, you know what? I think Life that's is why funny full circle. It it, it kind of syndrome. Is. Anyway, guys, guys, tell us what you think. This was a good episode. I liked it, even though, you know... It got heated it at got first, heated. and but then it, it got was good. It was a good. It was a good... Yeah. It was a good talk. I mm-hmm. liked it. I think, yeah. you know, we need to have more of that, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna... Well, that's a, like, I feel like this year I just want to have more, like, open dialogue. Yeah. I want to do more research this, yeah, about... Yeah, this, this is our third season. We right. kind of got to get into the swing of things, yeah. so... Um, but anyway, yeah, this was a good episode. Tell us if you agree, if you disagree, uh, whatever Let us else. know if you want to hear more DJ Chopin produce tracks you're gonna hear it no matter what i mean <laughs> i'm gonna force it on you but no like i just i our, just our intros are I'm, I'm just breaks, gonna play our outros yeah. you know i think from here on out we want to cut try we're and do gonna, our own yeah, stuff everything will be done by us of course except i mean for what kind of dj am i gonna be if i don't produce your produce own, a yeah. little bit you know mm-hmm. i mean and it's just like i never believe like not that i don't think you're capable it's just that like when I hear them, they sound so professional, and I'm just like, you didn't do that. Mm, you didn't do that. No, no. I, I mean, I'm, but not, then I'm I, not gonna toot my own horn. But the first one you made, because I saw you do it, uh-huh. I was like, and like, I was just so mesmerized, I was like, wow. But I didn't see you do, like, finish it, like, completely. Mm-hmm. I saw you start it, and what it sounded like, just to see, like, how it evolved from there, I was like, wow, like, I could tell that's what he made, or started making mm-hmm. as I was watching you. Yeah. But then the, that second one you made, and you just sent it to me, I think. Mm-hmm. You sent it to me, or you played it uh, while we were on the phone together, and I was like, use a lie. That was not you. 
You're like, yes, that is. Like I said, I'm not going to toot my own horn. I I'm will. Extremely, I will. I'm, I'm, I'm I extremely will. new to that Don't whole care. game. But, it was great. You know, if it's Cause it just... Doesn't, I just appreciate that it doesn't sound like everything else. I kind of feel like it does. I don't. That's why. That's why I kind of did it. Really? Yeah, I feel like, like it doesn't sound I like... want it to sound like this, you know. I, yeah. like, I mean, nah. just because, like, I'm learning. Like, I don't... I'm yeah. not quite, you know, to a level where, you know... I mean, that's the thing, like, all creative ideas are born of something else, so. Yeah. But anyway. As long as you're not just a copycat. Yeah. But I think your sound, I think your stuff sounds unique, so, you know. We'll see. Anyway, guys. Might be be my rose-colored goggles. Let us know, yeah, let (laughs) us know what you thought about this episode. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, at STTC Podcast. Um. Email us. Email us. Shot through the chart at gmail.com. Through is spelled T H R U. Like us on Facebook. Facebook! Guys, we're on Facebook. Yeah, I think that was kind of cool for those of you who joined us for our live. Oh, thank uh, you. Yes. Yeah. For all of those of you who yeah. uh, we joined live, us and we chatted were live with us. On Twitter. Yes. We were That's live where we got most Facebook. people chatting. So. Yeah, so. We got I think we want to f- do more of that. Yeah. We're going to try and start recording live, more shows yeah. as far as videos. We want to do a Facebook live. live. Yeah. And see how that would be uh, set up. We'll probably trial and error it a little bit and then just go for it, you know. But I think error. maybe in the next week or so, we can try on Facebook Live. We'll try it. At least we for maybe half a segment and see how it goes, yeah. you know. Uh, you guys can see our process and see uh, how weird we are. Tell me about your process. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They'll see it live. Yeah. But, so, uh, but anyway, you know. guys... Appreciate you hanging out with us on this uh, on this episode. Yes. I am AC Ponce. This is Stephanie Henderson. We will catch you in the next episode. See, See you. you.